Thanks for tuning in to the True Vibe Podcast. Here, we help you connect to your true vibration, expand your energy to authentically align you to your highest vibrational self. I'm your host, Mary McMonagle. I am the energy expansion coach here to guide you to connect with your intuition and energy to embody the person you desire to be. Now let's vibe, tribe. Hey, True Vibe Tribe. Thank you so much for listening and welcome back. Today's episode was so beautiful. It was like an episode that we have not had yet. And what was really unique about this was we got to dive into Nicholas Murray, his personal story. We really dove deep into how he has overcome depression, anxiety, and his mental health journey and really how that impacted his life and what he's doing now. So I highly recommend listening to this episode because it, for me, helped shed layers. It helped really remind me that it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to talk about the things that sometimes we don't want to talk about and that we maybe fear if we talk about we fear that we might seem weak but hearing his story was really empowering and inspiring that it's a reminder when we're vulnerable we're actually a lot more stronger and we can help a lot more people so a little bit about nick nicholas mary is the host of a mental health awareness project Mind Muscle Pro, dedicating to helping people struggling with depression, anxiety, and low self-esteem find ways to live happier and healthier lives. He talks about his project, the Mind Muscle Pro. It's a really cool project that is helping people connect to themselves in ways that they didn't know they needed, but and didn't know where to turn to for help. And Nicholas is just such a bright light so I can't wait for you to listen to his personal story and we're gonna jump right into it hey true vibe tribe I am here with Nick today and I'm really excited to hear your story Nick how are you I'm doing well thanks for having me thank you so much for being here so I know I know a little bit about your story. I actually don't know uh, all of it. I know bits and pieces that mental health is super important to you, uh, that you're a suicide awareness survivor. So can you share about uh, really your story and, and how you got to being such an advocate for mental health? Uh, Absolutely. Um, I'm going to give you kind of a condensed version. Um, I, I really like, like talking about solutions to to struggles and i i absolutely love talking about my past as well because i know what's helped me the most is when other people open up about things that they've went through and it resonates with me it makes me you know feel less alone and you know it, it gives us some courage and it's 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 awesome but what I do find on, on a lot of podcasts that I've been on is that most of, the, most of the discussion is about what I've been through or what other people have been through. And I really, really want to dive into what's, what's helped me and what I see helping other people, if that's all right. Yes, I would love that. So 
what has helped you? Um, really, it's it's a combination of things, and all, I'm always kind of adding. You know, we're we're always growing, and it it started with with something pretty simple. From from a very early age, I started having problems that aren't common in in smaller children. I guess I I had really really bad anxiety. I worried about things that were not normal for for small children to worry about, um, and it, it became excessive and. As I got older, especially into teen years, it, it became almost debilitating, the, the amount of anxiety I had. And that also led to some depression because when you're worried all the time, you're not feeling good inside, you're you know, not good all around. So as a, as a teenager, I, I started developing pretty, pretty significant depression and that coupled with anxiety really caused almost, I was almost not able to function in, in a normal way. So things like going to school and just, just being around other people started to become really problematic. And it, it progressed for, for, for years and years into my middle teen years where, um, you know, like, like a lot of people, I think that are, are struggling, you're looking for answers. And um, I, I ended up, you know, my family is, is so supportive and so loving, and they knew that there was something wrong. And I started therapy, not really by choice, but because they were trying to help me. And that turned into a lot of different um, medications as well, um, antidepressants, anti-anxieties, and it really, nothing, nothing seemed to help me. I got some pretty awful side effects from medications and it, it, it started to feel like there wasn't any, any kind of relief and that there were no answers. And because of that, like many other people, I turned to you know, drug, street drugs rather than prescription drugs. And I did get some relief there, but it was, you know, at a, at a pretty terrible cost. So when you, when you find something that makes you feel better, whether it's, it's artificial or not, for me, I, I did it in excess because it was like, oh my God, I'm not worried about everything. I'm, I'm, feeling good because I'm high. So I'm able to, you know, function in a sort of normal way, I guess. I mean, just being kind of numb to things and feeling good again in an artificial way. And because I felt relief for the first time really in my life, I pushed it and pushed it and pushed it to the point where it nearly killed me. It got me in legal trouble and really wasn't the answer that I, that I thought it was initially. It felt, it felt good. And then I was kind of forced, I, I got in some legal trouble and was forced to go to a rehab. Basically it became like a, another, another problem because when you take away that, that relief, you know, whether it be healthy or not, in this case, it was very unhealthy. All those problems come back and that 
now is coupled with legal problems and, you know, an addiction problem. So, you know, it, it, it was kind of a back and forth for, for several years that were me getting put in rehab or on probation and not being able to use drugs where I was very depressed or me being able to use drugs and it, it destroying me. And it got to the point eventually that I quit taking care of myself. So I was not eating properly. I wasn't sleeping. I was just constantly high. And, um, you know, I became a danger to myself because of the excess. And, you know, it's, it's weird when I look back because now I'm not, you know, I, I have a beer here and there, but it's, it, it really becomes very clear that I was self-medicating. And people talk about that a lot, but it's very true that a lot of people that have addiction problems, it's not, it's not just the substance, it's what's, what, they're, what they're trying to numb with the substance. And that was certainly the case for me. Um, eventually it got to the point where I, I couldn't, couldn't use substances. So I was, you know, back in the very depressed state and I ended up at a point where I just didn't want to live anymore. And, you know, it's, it's very weird to think about now because I'm a very happy person. And it, it's even every time I'm, I'm talking about this sort of thing, it's like, I, I wish I could talk to my younger self and just say, yeah, there's, there's so much to life and you can be happy. So suicide attempts kind of became a normal thing for me. And, you know, even that it's, it's weird to think about it like this, but I even felt, bad because I didn't do it like I I attempted and still lived and that made me feel like like a failure as, as weird as that sounds and you know once once you're you're put in psychiatric hospitals for trying to end your life you know you kind of have to convince them that you're ready to be out and then you get out and you're back in and when that happens a few times they tend not to want to let you out because they're like you know we know what you're what you're going to do we know that you're acting like you're happy so we'll let you out mm -hmm. and i ended up in psychiatric hospitals for extended periods of time and it's weird because you almost get comfortable with that. It's kind of like this safety thing, like the world can't see me, but it's also awful. Like I had awful experiences there too, but it, it there, there was some time where I didn't want to be out. Like I, I, I knew what being out felt like. Mm. Um, eventually I got to a point where it was, I got, I got sick of that, that cycle of, of, you know, getting super depressed, trying to end my life, failing, being in a psychiatric hospital. And one of the reasons that I, I really got sick of that was because it had a pretty profound effect on, on my family. And, you know, at some point I kind of caught a glimpse of that, you know, you, you become, I can only speak for myself. I became very 
self-absorbed at that time. I became very, very much where I was not, um, what are the words I'm looking for? I, I wasn't thinking about anybody but my own, my own little pity party. And it, 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 it was, unfortunately, um, for me, something that became the norm is to feel, feel sorry for myself and this woe is me attitude. And, it, you know, it's, it's tough to be in that place because you, you get comfortable with it. Like you, you, you really get comfortable with this idea that the whole world's against me and, you know, bad stuff just happens to me. And eventually I got sick of that cycle. And a lot of the reason I got sick of it was because I I did catch a glimpse of what was happening with my family and how much effect I was having on them. So I went into a very numb state of existing, not being happy, but also keeping the the depression of myself as much as I could and and trying to create a life that I wasn't happy with, but I wasn't, you know, messing other people that I care about slaves up as well. And somewhere during that, um, you know, it wasn't a good time in my life, but I, I was staying out of psychiatric hospitals. I wasn't trying to, to end my life anymore. Um, I had a buddy that that convinced me to go to the gym with him. And initially I wasn't wasn't a fan. I was um, way happier with drinking beers and kind of living in my sorrow. And um, he was very persistent. He's, he's still a good friend to this day. And this was years and years back. And after, after I started to do it consistently, it, it, I, I can't even describe the effect it had on me. And I'm, I'm not talking about, you know, I, I think when people see people that go to the gym, they, they assume it's a vanity thing. And, and for me, I think a little bit initially it was like, I wanted to look a little stronger and, you know, it, it became my, my therapy it became my, my happiness and, it gave me such relief and in when people talk about anti-anxieties and antidepressants and again i can only speak for myself but hands down by far better than any pill i've ever taken and that this is not a knock on anybody that's found some relief through through medication i'm i'm not ever ever trying to be an advocate for, you know, all medications are bad and we should throw them out because I, I know people that it, it has helped them, but nothing else working out will augment them and will make them better. So, but that became my life. And, and because of that, it, it's, you know, it, it just built. And there, there are things that I've added to that over the years, meditation, um, yoga, just just little little things that that I add into a healthy lifestyle. I like to eat healthy. That makes me feel good. And it's it's funny because I, I create diet plans for people and I'm a personal trainer. It's my side gig and it's something I really love. And hopefully one day I'll do it full time. But 
people always reach out to me and they're like, well, I want abs. I want this or I want that. And it, I always tell them this from the beginning, that that is the smallest thing that I get from working out. And it, it's hard for people to believe that until they really get into the gym and, and start doing it or whatever their workout may be. Some people swim laps or, you know, jog, but the, the effect it has on you is just profound. It's, it, there's no other word I can use because it's, it's not describable by words. I, I went from being somebody that didn't like myself, that had massive anxiety walking into a room that really my, my, I, I didn't value myself at all in any way. I, I disliked myself to a point where I wanted to, to not live anymore. And so that's kind of what started Mind Muscle Pro. It's been something that I've talked about with people for years and I've, I've never really put into action, but it, it's because I wish that when I was struggling, the first thing that, that was suggested to me was, why don't we try, try this instead of just kind of doing a, a, an experiment on me with, with different drugs. And, you know, I was on, there, there aren't too many antidepressants I haven't been on. And there are, you know, same with anti-anxieties and large amounts. And when those things aren't working, it, it does put into your head that there's no hope for me. And it, it does, you know, it brought me to a place where I, I was like, if this isn't even helping with the doctors are giving me, then I need to just be out of this world because I'm, I'm not happy. I'm miserable. And, so that's how this project started. I mean, it, it's basically what we try to do with Mind Muscle Pro is, is introduce people that have found, you know, different avenues to combat their mental, mental illness and, and make their health, mental health better. And we've done that with musicians, with artists, with yoga instructors, you know, and we, we have so many cool things coming up and so many people that are working with us now that we're, we're just excited. And, you know, my story is, is very, very small part of what we're doing. What we're doing is, is not, it's not the Nicholas Murray project. It's, it's showing people that there are a lot of different ways that you can, you can feel good about your life and feel better about yourself. And it's not, you know, again, I'm, I'm going to say this again, because I've got a lot of inbox messages about people like, you know, my medication, I am far from a doctor and, and not a therapist. I'm not licensed in any way. I, all I can do is tell people what worked for me, but I'm certainly not recommending that you throw your medication away and come to the gym and pump iron with me. Um, you know, absolutely <laughs> come to the gym with me. But that other stuff is, is not, not um, you know, anything that I can give advice or will give advice on. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of what, what my project is about. It's pretty simple. We yeah. introduce people to people that are, uh, have struggled and have found healthy avenues to combat those struggles. Wow, that's amazing. And thank you for sharing all of that and that beautiful story and, and just being so 
uh, raw and willing to say, you know, I like about who you are and what you've gone through. Um, what was coming through for me is like, you lit up about the physical piece and going to the gym and, and just hearing your share, it almost like a takeaway, I guess, for people listening to from what you've gone through being in your head a lot and hearing, you know, these thoughts and having these, uh, these thoughts pass through was at that moment when you got into the gym and started to move your physical body, that that physical element really helped you get out of your head. Absolutely. It, it's, it, I mean, almost immediately too, when I really started to give it a chance, because probably the first couple times my buddies like come to the gym, I, I guess I had this negative feeling about it in my head already. Like, this is just going to be awful. And, you know, I'm tired. And, but as soon as I really gave it a chance, it was, it was, you know, one of those moments you have in life where you're just like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like this, the, the power this is giving me. And it's, it was that simple too. I mean, there's, there's not, I'm a personal trainer. I have different workouts and in different plans I implement, but really it's as simple as picking something up heavy and putting it down or, or just moving your body in any way. And the fact that I went through all of this therapy and all of this insane amount of med medications, and there was an answer right in front of me that was so much less complex than any of that is is amazing and that's that's why you know we're trying to share that with people you know i know people that picked up a guitar one day and it it did something to them just like the gym does for me like they they felt something different and they were able to to communicate and be in this world and exist in a place that they loved instead of a place that they hated and it's you know it's 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 amazing when you it that's the other cool thing about talking about this like what you're, you're doing right now when we when we bring our walls down it, it makes people feel comfortable to bring theirs down and all the people i've talked to about this it's it's so many people have approached me since we started this project and people that i would have no idea had any kind of history of of struggle and i mean we all we all have some but and they felt comfortable talking to me about that and that's therapy for me. It's therapy for them. It's, it's this beautiful cycle that happens when we stop putting this mask on and, and just saying, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm going to act happy. And we start just being transparent with others. They're transparent with us. And it's, it's just awesome. It's what life's all about. Yeah, I love that. And I would even love for you to dive in with, if someone listening right now is struggling with that. And uh, I know I have personally as well. And, and as you said, we put on this mask to act happy because maybe I know I've done it where I didn't want to like bother anybody. I didn't want to seem a bother. I didn't want to seem like I didn't have it all together. So if somebody's listening to this right now, what could you share with them that uh, could be some advice to reach out to somebody, whether it's they reach out to you and say, Hey, I resonate with this or whether they reach out to a partner, a friend and say, Hey, my mental health, uh, is, 
is a thing right now. What could be some advice for them to take that step? I, I think, I think that first of all, I think we, we have in our heads that other people have it all together. None of us have it all together. Not yeah. one person on this planet. We all have unbelievable things we struggle with internally that no one else could ever comprehend. That, that you'll be surprised at the reaction you get. Mm-hmm. People, people like, like with me, I started sharing my story on social media and people are like, absolutely shocked by it they're like i thought your life was perfect yeah no no it's definitely (laughs) not so don't don't be afraid to reach out to people because every one of them also has has some internal battle and they also appreciate it when people have have talked to me god it feels good that somebody will confide in me you know about things they're going through and absolutely anybody that ever wants to, to reach out about anything at all to me. I love, I love when I meet people through social media. This project has absolutely, I, I was ready to kind of give up on social media. There's a lot of just garbage and, and kind of this fake, oh, our lives are all great and we all put on this with connecting with people like yourself and others through this project, I had no idea that there was this part of social media, that there were amazing people like you that are just out trying to push some good into the world. So if you feel, you know, anything inside that you feel like you can't talk to people that you know, absolutely reach out to me. I'm, I'm, excited when people reach out to me and I, I'm unbelievably humbled and it, it makes me feel good when people confide in me as well because yeah. that's that's what helped me is people giving me that ability there are a lot of people on social media that I'm really good friends with now all over the world because I've had struggles and they've just let me talk about it a little bit and and it, it just and you know, if I can help other people with that, absolutely. I'm, I'm all about it because that's exactly what, what my therapy is a lot of the time. It's talking to people I met in the UK or all over, literally all over because yeah. of this project. It's That's beautiful. Yeah, talking is so powerful. And just as you talk to somebody who, who you know has let, like you yourself, who has let down their walls to be open and vulnerable and say, Hey, this is what I've struggled with. And I would even love to dive into that because I know part of your story. I think I read on one of your posts about how coming out and talking about it on social media was, was a new experience. And (laughs) I, (laughs) I want to connect it because I see the connection from, okay, before you were about to come out on social media and talk about it. And then that version of you, that was, uh, like your friend was trying to get you to go to the gym and it's like getting outside the comfort zone. So from you sharing your story, how has that helped you uh, today get outside that comfort zone? And, and, and where does that kind of go back to that version of you that was get, got outside of their comfort zone to go to the gym? Um, I mean, with the gym, I really did find like a, a way to to 
exist in a way where I didn't, I, my life wasn't dominated by anxiety and depression. And it was certainly, I had to get outside my comfort zone to go into a gym. I, you know, initially when you go into a gym, there's, there's a lot of, you know, I, I think most people experience this where you're, you're self-conscious about how you're lifting, how much you're lifting. There's all these people in there that are in this incredible shape and you, you feel, you feel uncomfortable. I had to be very uncomfortable initially with, with the social media thing. It's, it's very, it was, it was unbelievably difficult and the planning of it wasn't like it was, it, it, it took some time and effort and what we wanted to do with it. But I'll be honest with you. I'm, I love who I am. That took a long time, but putting some of, of the things on, you know, out for whoever in the world to see was, I don't, I don't even know what the word word is. It difficult, very, very difficult because what happened when I did that was a lot of walls that I had created kind of came down like that was my armor that you know a lot of people don't know about my past and and you know you shed that armor and you're very exposed all of a sudden and for me even though I had been healthy in a lot of ways for a long time when we started this project when that armor came off I felt very much I was vulnerable I was just I felt almost weak initially like I, I felt like, you know, everybody knows like you're, you know, yeah, I just, it, it was, it was a weird experience because most people in my life that, that I'm not real close with had no idea that my past had that kind of thing in it. But what that turned into was something incredible as well, because it, it went from, feeling very, very um, exposed and very, you know, I, I keep using the word weak, but I don't know that that's the right word, but I just, I, I, I didn't feel like I had any kind of protection anymore. I just like, I was, you know, susceptible to like attack. I don't know. I know that sounds strange, but, but you know, then, it immediately, you know, super uncomfortable, obviously, but then it immediately turned into this, you know, huge amount of people that I had no idea had issues coming and saying, hey, thank you, because this is what I've gone through, or this is what I've gone through. And it, it instead of like my old armor coming back up, and in, in, you know, in protection mode, this, this new, new, I don't need armor, you know, this is who I am came out and it, it just made me feel strong. And like, I, like nothing else matters now. Like there's not, no, nothing that I'm hiding in my life anymore. Nothing that can hurt me because this is who I am and people accepted it and, told me told me about their struggles and it just it was it was amazing and it was because I put myself in uncomfortable 
situations with the gym, with, with this on social media. And the reason I've done that is because I watched other people do it and I watched what it did to them and it transformed them. You know, this, this, this cycle that happens when other people start talking, I, I have a, a good buddy that started a podcast while we were in the planning process of this, and I was really having second thoughts about it. And then he started putting out videos and talking and I'm like, and I, I don't know, it just, it has that effect. Like you, you see other people being, being transparent and you're like, you know what? I can do that too. And I appreciate everybody that I've encountered that does have the courage to just be themselves no matter what that might be because it, it's helped me tremendously yeah I love that I love that you use the word courage and also you said how taking down those walls made you feel strong not initially at first but then it was like feeling that strength and uh, I love there what you shared that you know no one is perfect like we all have stuff that goes on in our lives we all have like life happening and it's cool to hear your story come like circle around because from that version of you that got outside their comfort zone to go to the gym it was like letting the walls down like caring what people might think and then getting the version of you that uh that was like I'm gonna share my story is it's like very similar but also you saw the impact that that person ahead of you just one step ahead put themselves out there and how much it impacted you and other people. So it's really cool of, of hearing your story and, and for you listening, you might, you might be really resonating with this, that, that sometimes it just takes that we have to create that path. And even though our, we've all gone through maybe similar, maybe different things, but it's your creating your path. And this leads into my question. I'm curious how, uh, by you, taking that step to create a path, to create a safe space for people to go down that path and connect with you. How has it led you to becoming more of your authentic self? I, I think we all have, have this person inside of us that's the real us. Mm. And I think throughout life, we, you know, we tend to adapt to what other people think we should be, what we think other people want us to be. And, and we do, we do, I think and this is the case for everybody on some level that we do some acting in our life because we're not really being our true self. And, and for me, I think even though I, I was in a place where I was happier and I was, I was, you know, living my life in a, in a, in a stable way, I still had this looming, like, you know, I'm not, I'm not my authentic self because I, you know, my authentic self is somebody that couldn't get out of bed and, you know, tried to die several times. And, and that's, that's a, you know, a low point about who I am, but it is who I am. And it, it's, I, I don't know. It's, it's really, it's really cool. It's like the more we, we just listen to those voices inside meditations helped a lot with that, where I just calm myself and I let thoughts drift by. And then when I'm, I'm back in the real world 
and I, I really do think about what I want in life and who I am, it's, it's like there's, we have the answers inside of us. We know who we are if we listen to ourselves and there's not a better feeling. There's, there's not, I, I used to, every time I walked in the room, I worried about what people thought of me. I used to analyze every conversation I had with somebody and, yes. and call myself an idiot. And, you know, why did you say that? And just, just create this terrible pressure in my head and, you know, I, I feel very lucky that I found a way that I'm just like, okay with, with who I am and I love who I am. And it, it takes some work and, you know, to anybody listening out there, if you really listen to your, your inside, what you really think about yourself and, and be okay with it, learn to be okay with it. Your life is going to be phenomenal. It, it doesn't, it, there's nothing that compares to, to being your true self. Nothing. Yes. Yes. Oh, I love that. And that's so beautiful. Uh, we would love to wrap this up in a minute. Uh, but for people listening who are really resonating with your story and, uh, even just by listening, I know hearing your story helped me almost feel like I shed like a layer, like a, a wall, the part of a wall or part of a wall is coming down. So if you're feeling that way also, and you're listening to this, uh, how can people stay connected with you? Um, really our social media. Um, we, we have a website that's being worked on again. It's, um, I'm, I'm not going to give you that because it's down right now, but uh, it's just at my, mind muscle pro on Instagram, you know, three words, mind muscle pro. Um, yeah. Anybody that ever wants to reach out. We're also now working with, with a lot of people that are helping with this project. Um, it's been a collaborative effort. So we're looking for people to be guests on our, our show too. So that's something that interests anybody out there you found ways to combat your your depression or anxiety or, or low self-esteem please please reach out um you know we've we're, we're in the tampa area and we do most of our filming here but I've, I've been all the way out to la to film with some some awesome people so you know hopefully um we'll, we'll continue to travel around. It's a good excuse to travel. You get to meet awesome people. And I'm like, you know what? I need to get out of town. It's great. But, yes. um, yeah, I love that. If that's a, even just like in general, like with you sharing your story on social media, allowed you to connect to so many people. And uh, even like this conversation was birthed through social media. So I'm so thankful. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It really is. It's, it's really I renewed my my faith in social media. I was pretty burnt out by it. I have I have two jobs that, on my regular page that I have to post for, and they're they're great. And they treat me well, but you, you I, like I I don't know connecting with people that that are just all about mental health and yeah. about being good to others. It's just been it's definitely made me look at social media in a completely different way. I love it. Uh, I love that. I love that you mentioned connecting with others. So I'll make sure uh, your Instagram is linked in the show notes. So if you're listening to this, check that out. And the final question that I ask every guest 
since we are the True Vibe podcast, we're all about becoming your true authentic self, but on a vibrational level. So through energy, meaning the energy you want to feel yourself. And then after you have a conversation with someone, how they, how you want them to feel after your conversation. So what is your true vibe? (laughs) My true vibe is, God, I just want everybody to feel good about themselves. And it's, it's, uh, I don't know, get around people that make you feel good. If you're not around them, find them. They're out there. Be yourself wow. and you will find your tribe. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Get around people who make you feel good. Yes. And if you're not around them, go find them because they are out there. And uh, so I love that share. Well, thank you so much for being on and being so open and vulnerable and just such a light for people to uh, start to be guided towards, right? Maybe you, if you're listening to this, maybe you, you've been in, in that dark place, maybe you're still in that dark place and that's okay. But, uh, just be by listening to this, you're guiding yourself towards the light. And, uh, so I really thank you, Nick, for, uh, guiding people towards the light today. Thank you so much for having me and for all that you're doing. You're such a cool person. Uh, we, it's, it's just, crazy how how much we connect with people on I have to say it again on social media I've never <laughs> met you before and I see your page and I'm like this person's so cool and now we're talking and it's it's a beautiful thing so also one more thing before we get off here we're starting to have people at, via zoom I've, I've only done two of them so far um, but we'd love to have you at Mind Muscle Pro too to tell some of your story and yes. um, really appreciate it if you'd consider it. I'm not trying to put you on the spot right now. <laughs> Everyone, we, we'd love to. Love to if hear I should you. do it. <laughs> yes, I absolutely would love to for sure. Thank I got you. a lot to say. Once once we end this, we can talk about that. So yeah, thank you everybody for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and it helped you, or maybe you know someone who is struggling and you're not sure how you can help them, send them this episode. So that way you can support from a loving, caring place. But thank you everybody for listening and I'll catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode and are ready to help others connect to their true vibration, share this with a friend, hit subscribe, and leave a review to let me know how this podcast has impacted you. Other ways to connect with me, check out the show notes to follow me on Instagram at MaryMC4 or check out my website, truevibewellness.com. Sending you all the love, all the light, and all the highest vibrational energy.